do you keep getting calls at night from a guy who really wants to know what your favorite scary movie is? Do you stay up all night because you're scared of dream demons? Do all your friends keep getting murdered at summer camp? Sounds like you really need some scarapy. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ScarapyPod. So make sure you stab that like button. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another session of Scarapy. I am your Scarapist, Dr. Trevor Brown. And joined with me once again is the depressed and drunk man himself, Zach Singer. God damn it. I'm so upset at everything that just happened pre-recording. Oh my god, we spent an hour doing bullshit that doesn't matter. Uh, well, I was eating shit. What do you mean it doesn't matter first off? Alright, two things. I'm already mad at you. One, we were eating canes, which is delicious. Give me chicken money. Sponsor us. Chicken. I'll take chicken or money. One of the two. Uh, they didn't give me my drinks, though. Pretty upset about that. <laughs> They gave you straws, though. They did, but I didn't get drinks. Uh, second upset point, which I'm now forgetting. Oh, no. Uh, we did not spend an hour doing pointless things. We tried to improve the quality of our sound because nobody can fucking hear you. And this guy's swallowing a mic every week. It's impressive. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know how I'm so quiet on the edit. Because I am about five inches away from the microphone. And I am at least six years from the microphone, and I'm screaming, apparently. It just, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. But, coming soon, we've announced this. Last time it was our last week with shit audio, and that's what it was like a month ago. Probably longer. Yeah, uh, that was a while ago. We do have lots of shiny new equipment that are potentially being set up soon. I had to buy something else again today. We'll see. Yeah, we're only in the red by a lot now. <laughs> it's fine. We're still sub a thousand, so I think that's all that matters. That's true. One hundred. Uh, so this week we are reviewing the movie The Collector. My choice, baby. Yeah, I want to put you through the shit I have to sit through. <laughs> uh, but before we get into it, let's get into questions here. Uh, what do you collect? So. <laughs> That is one of my questions. I know it is. <laughs> so, this movie, for the most part, to dumb down the plot before I actually get into it, it's about a man trying to pay off debt. Uh, how far would you go to pay off a debt? I would uh, swipe my credit card because I have a fucking job so I'm going to double with money. End of list. All right. If not, I have a credit line. Of more than $500. I don't even know what credit line means. Exactly. Get a job. I, no. Exactly. Um, so yeah, question two. What is something you collect? Uh, we all know what this is, and it is your tears every time I get to pick a movie. Yep. Because it's the best. Because Trevor has legitimately been bitching about this movie for like four days. Like, I know I like shit, but this is shit. It's a bad movie. I am fully prepared to admit this is not a good movie. And I, I have reasons why that we'll get into later, why it's not good. But I think it's an interesting movie. And again, I'll tell you, that's like, it's my style for a certain reason. You like crappy visuals with shaky headaches. It's realistic. It's not, because you know it's not real, which makes it instantly not realistic. If you fucking believe... Aliens. You can go fuck yourself. Phoenix Forgotten is a real movie. That's true. So is Harry Potter. <laughs> that is also a real movie. 
I don't think you know how words work. Look, I fully get it. I don't even think aliens are fake. I do believe they exist. I don't think they're smarter than us, probably. Or some of them probably are. There's probably a lot of stupid-ass ones, too. The ignorance of man. I just agreed that they exist. They're dum-dums. Some of them. Do you think every species besides man is smarter than man? I mean, cats are pretty smart. Cats are dumb shits, because I clean up their shit box every week. They're dumb as fuck. Or are they smart, and they've controlled you No, they fucking have it, because I can lock them outside. You can't do a goddamn thing. Go talk to that cat, Hot Dog. There's a cat named Hot Dog who lives outside my house. Fuck him. <laughs> Shout out to Hot Dog. I hope he hears this. I will be playing it <laughs> on my back porch. Just waiting for him to come by. Oh, man. Um, and the last question for you. Is this just a glorified Saw ripoff? Uh, I actually don't know which came first. When did Saw come out? What was Saw. the original Saw? Saw came out... It's like 01, first. wasn't it? 04, I believe. This came out in 02, I'm pretty this sure. came out in 09. Was it that late? I yes, thought it was, a, it was way earlier than that. Okay. Uh, it's very similar. It definitely has very related, relatable themes. I actually like the villain a little more, to be honest. And uh, here's one of the fun facts I told you off-air I was going to tell you. Wait, um, wait. I want to preface. He did not tell me the fact off-air. No. He said he had a fact for me. I have two facts. So one great. now, one at the end. Great. So this movie actually kind of is a Saw ripoff. Um, when it was first pitched, it was pitched as a prequel to Saw. But the idea was quickly rejected. A prequel to Saw? Yeah. I don't, that that would be terrible because so this is 09 that means uh, 45 Saw movies have already come out and I'll, I'll tell you why in a minute um, when we get to someone important to the movie okay so The Collector came out July 31st 2009 Zach what do you think the rating is on Rock Tomatoes oh it's gotta be like a 3% this movie's a garbage pile it's a 28% Higher than expected. Yeah. It's, it, it is a deserving 28%. It flunked. I, I fully admit it. So I saw the rating before I watched the movie, and I was like, I wonder if this is accurate. It's accurate. I mean, let's let's start off, too. Not start off, but like, let's agree. This is not your type of movie at all. I don't even think it's not my type of movie. I love the villain. Yeah, I agree. That's the only reason this movie's good. The, that's what I'll get into. I want to get into a little later, but that's why I think this movie is super interesting. The, they just focus on the wrong parts of this movie. I like the villain. I like the hero. The hero is terrible. I I, I like that I don't like the hero, usually, but I, I I don't like the hero. I like the scenario. I guess. Yeah, the scenario is solid, uh, but that's that's more villain set up than anything else. So it had a budget of three million. That seems high. And it in the box office made seven point seven million. That seems way high. I would have guessed under three million. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Marcus Dunstan. Who directed Saw 4 through 7. Oh, okay. Okay, so, okay, let's get back to that question real quick. So, 4. So, they're at Saw 4, and they want to go back to a prequel. By Saw 4, let's see. Chester Bennington had already died in it, I think. Uh, yeah, he dies in He was in three. Saw 3D, right? He's in all of them, but he's in Saw 3. Saw 3D is, like, the last one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, that's, like, number 7 or 8. Uh, so Saw 3, he dies, but they, they have a weird timelines where they run concurrently and sometimes even behind it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of the messiest stories in cinema history. I, it's all over the place, but I wouldn't say it's messy. I think it's, 
it's done a little more uniquely, but it all flows. The, the facts or whatever you want to lay it out. The storylines do work. It just doesn't make a lot of sense how, how many things he's got going on, but whatever. Now we're talking about Saw, which I can talk about all fucking day. And we will eventually. Yeah. Saw month. <laughs> I just watched enough months. seven of those, by the way, like last weekend. I'm sorry. I like those movies. They're bad. They get real bad, too, but uh, I like them. And the starring cast is Josh Stewart, Juan Fernandez, Michael Riley Burke, and Andrea Roth. Now, Josh Stewart's the main? Yeah. That guy's somewhat famous. I've seen him before. I've seen him in other... Is he, um... Is he in Breaking Bad? I don't think so. Who are you thinking of? Like, what part are you thinking? Uh, the... Not not Heisenberg, the other one. I, I never no. watched the show. Aaron Paul? Sure. He's like 19. Oh, I don't know. No. In, in my mind, they look similar. You're... Well, your mind's an idiot. Yep. Uh, no, I'm certain this guy has done, like, at best bit parts, but he's a somewhat recognizable character. I also didn't realize this guy stars in all the movies, which is super lame. Oh, does he? Yeah, I looked up, because I, I, I hadn't watched a sequel in a while, and I'm, apparently he's in that one, too, and it, it kind of came back to me. I was like, oh my god, these I mean, are bad. You know what? Sense. This guy was in Batman. In which uh, one? Dark Knight Rises. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is ambition. Yeah, he's uh he's like the sidekick. He has like maybe three lines. Is but he, he, is he Dick Grayson? No, because <laughs> that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> the very famous and attractive man, not this fucking shud. <laughs> um, yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> While he's laughing, I'm actually looking up this guy's IMDb. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh yeah, it's bit parts left and right, and uh, fucking Batman. Yeah, if you saw this guy, you'd be like, I've seen this fucking guy's face. Yeah, uh, uh, we see he's recognizable-ish, but he's definitely not a main star. He doesn't deserve to be. His acting is not that good. It's fine. In, in this one, he definitely has some shit lines. It's horror movie acting. Yeah, but not all the shit he does is horror movies, so here we are. I wanted to get your live reaction of this as well. I got a new phone case. Get the fuck out of my house. God damn it. It is a Scream VHS tape. Have you ever even handled a VHS? Yeah. Not held one, because I've seen you buy them. I get it. Have you ever actually tried to play one? Yes. I... Are you kidding me? When I was little, I would watch the Sonic the Hedgehog movie every day on VHS. It was a white VHS tape. When I was little, all existed was VHS. Floppy disk. That also was the thing for a minute. Don't. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so let's get into the plot a little more here. So, desperate for money to pay off a debt, a man targets a wealthy family's home and plans to break in to steal a valuable gem. He soon learns that he picked the wrong night for a masked madman has gotten there first, imprisoned the family, and lined the mansion with deadly traps. So, like, the first half of that synopsis, it's all correct. If they had left that whole bit out, this movie would have been so much better. They yeah. didn't need the story to this at all. They, they could have done, like, a three-minute setup, and it would have been so much better. Um, and there's a weird, grainy, blue and orange filter on this whole movie. I fucking hate it. Yeah, it is recorded super weird. And there, though, that has probably my favorite credit recordings i think of all time and just like for a quick spoiler they show the uh the character in their first introduction scene and their last scene 
when they when they put up their name. I really like that. I thought that was good. There's only like four people in this movie. So, so. this movie and the soundtrack screams Rob Zombie music video. It, it really does. <laughs> Except for the movies, the music's even worse. It yeah, and we'll we'll get to it in a minute because I I wrote it down. Oh here, baby, so. um, let's get into the movie. Hit me. So we open with a shot of a large house at night. Uh, we pan across the road to see police tape, and then next door, an old couple arrive home, and the lady, a woman named Gina, goes to get up and go to bed. Gina, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and the man named Larry says he'll be up soon. So she walks upstairs, and he pours himself a drink, and he tries to turn on the lights in the kitchen. Uh-oh. Um, but what the, happens with the lights, Trevor? But the switch does nothing. Spooky! He turns around to see the light bulbs have been removed from their sockets in the ceiling. I actually do like that they at least gave it an explanation. Yeah. Because half the time it's, oh, the power's out. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go check the breaker, Jimmy! No, this, the light bulbs are gone. Yeah. I, I actually really like that. Yeah, that's probably the best explained anything, because the rest of it makes no goddamn sense. And then Gina calls for upstairs, he runs up to her, and they see a large black and red box in their room, with a note on it that says for the collection. And she's like freaked out. I get it, where'd this box come from, but my reaction would not be to scream, it'd be like, what the fuck? And then I'd I'd probably just get kidnapped. I mean, I'd I'd definitely leave the room. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna stand there, but she like starts screaming for hubby. And he, he just comes up and, God damn it. So yeah, there's there's a note on it that says, For the Collection. Uh, Larry goes to open the box, and just as he does, a man jumps out from behind him. Well, and I don't know if you got this, because it's like a split second, but he like starts screaming when he opens the box. Yeah, some something like comes out. It doesn't? Yeah. Oh, see, I admit, maybe I missed that then, because I was really confused why he started screaming, because they never show... Presumably the box is empty, because this is when he gets attacked and like kind of jammed at this box. So I didn't get why he just started yelling. Um, and then we cut to the production credits for the movie with an American Horror Story style picture, super flashing with random imagery. Um, and it's not even like great imagery, I'd say. It's just like B-roll. It, yeah, it seems uh, really generic for the movie. Like I wouldn't say it has a lot to do with it. And it's got creepy EDM behind it. it. It made me feel like I was in a Slipknot and Skrillex collab, uh, aka Skrillnot. Skrillnot. Um, <laughs> I don't know who either of those people are. <laughs> uh, dubstep and generic metal. That's all it is. Dubsteps. You put like, so if you have stairs, you put like your English translation, like step on each one. Yeah. I dub my steps. Yeah. Or are they knights? I dubbed these. I dubbed step. these steps. That was pretty good. I, I come think, on, that was off the cuff. <laughs> I think that's what happens, like when two families come together. You dub them step brothers. Oh, that makes sense. We have so much room for activities. <laughs> and then we cut to a shot of trees and a field with another creepy song playing as we see a group of workers along with some exterminators outside our house. And this is a big fucking house. It's a, yeah. like It's, they, it's a McMansion. Yes, 100%. Ronald McDonald and the Grimace and their love child live there. They really pros up. Like, normally you get these mansions and it's pretty whatever. I'm still, still hitting you with the Grimace, aren't I? 
Oh, uh, I was trying to. I was like in the Patty Thief. And I remember his name was the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar. <laughs> the best name. The guy dresses straight up as a burglar. He's already in jail. He left his outfit on and put on a bandana and a hat. He's like, I'll burgle your hamburgers. So good. It's the best. The McDonald's family, we could do an hour on that easy. That's Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, dude, uh, it's total sidetracking. I highly recommend you look up the forgotten McDonald's, 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 McDonald's <laughs> characters, similar to McDonald's. They have really fucked up characters, and some of them are just hilarious. There's a whole shitload of them. They're great. We'll do it after this. Banger. Um, back to this movie. Like, so, usually in these, like, kind of crappy horror movies, they, they pretend these houses are super nice and have bitchy family and whatever. This house is actually pretty fucking swanky. Yeah. Especially for the time. Because they, like, they show a lot of upgrades, and it's a pretty big fucking house. It's very white. Yes. The <laughs> whitest of white. They still have bitchy family, but that'll oh, come up. yeah. Um, so then we meet Arkin, our main character with the dumbest name ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's working inside the house. He's part of, like, the remodeling. Yeah, like General Handyman, it seems like. I don't think they ever really explain what he's doing. He's fixing, like, a door or something. Yeah, and a man named Michael, the, the homeowner, walks up to him and asks him to make sure that the rest of the window bars are installed before the day's over. Uh, Which is weird they have window bars in this, like, because this house is in the middle of a forest. Well, and that's what he says next is, uh, even though we're in the middle of nowhere, his wife Victoria still wants Detroit decor. Good God. I don't remember that line at all. <laughs> he says it. He, I didn't argue that <laughs> He with you. says it, man. It's a terrible line is what I'm getting at. Yes, sir. But uh, it, it seems so weird. It's almost set up for, I guess, future stuff, but it's just a really lame lip service. Uh, Arkin finishes uh, fucking with a door on the top floor. He looks over to see a picture of a little girl, then a picture of a full family. And then a business card for Michael and says he's a broker for Chase Jewelers. Uh, we then cut to a lady looking in a mirror. This is Victoria, this uh, Michael's wife. We see her pick up a needle and inject Botox into her forehead. Keep in mind, there are people all over this house working. Like this house is not fully done, and they're just living there. Like they're fully moved in. Don't, like they're not boxes everywhere. There's just people all over. And she's just like, you know what? Botox time. Um, and then we cut back to Arkin as a girl pops up behind him and scares him. Spooky. Uh, this is Hannah, Michael's youngest daughter, and she's a mermaid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're right. She's a mermaid. Yeah, she, she dresses up like a mermaid. You know, she's a little kid. She invites Arkin to her tea party, and he graciously accepts. Uh, we cut over to Arkin telling Hannah she has a nice room, but Hannah's like, this isn't my room. Mermaids live in caves, not rooms. Duh. Is that a thing? They live in caves? <laughs> I, I, they live in the water. Yeah, like water caves? Is that... Like, maybe. Um, Arkin then asks her, if you could have any present, what would it be? And she says, um, a Baskin bear, which is just like a teddy bear, I guess. Um, then she takes a sip of her fake tea, and Arkin sees a really bad CGI spider on the cup. I really hate this whole <laughs> bit. I thought that was so stupid and really unnecessary. Um, he, like, lunges at it, and this causes her to scream, causing Michael to come in, and he's like, why the fuck are you in my daughter's room? Totally understanding why this guy would be 
He should be way more mad than he gets. Yeah, and Arkin apologizes and says he has a daughter Hannah's age named Cindy. And, like, look this guy up, and, like, if you've seen Batman, he has kind of a weird voice. So he's like, yeah, I got a daughter. It's pretty (laughs) good. It's pretty creepy the way he says it. Like, it does not get, do him any justice to try and explain himself. It's just like, get the fuck out of yeah, this conversation. And, and as he's leaving, Hannah thanks him for coming. Thanks, uh, Arkin. Mr. Arkin, to you. Never call that man Mr. Um, Arkin walks downstairs and sees the alarm system on the wall before he walks outside. And he steps out to start working on the window bars and have a smoke. Uh, we get some really bad CGI wasps start to, like, swarm around him. Super shitty. Um, this is probably where all their money went, too. This and, $3 million. Yeah. And then he sees a nest, uh, and then he quickly puts the window bars up, walks over, tells the exterminating crew, hey, there's fucking wasps over there. Uh, and the guy he's talking to is just like, what? Thumbs up. Yeah, he, he like, takes the earbud out and gives him, like, a thumbs up, or, like, I think it might have been a peace sign. Yeah, it was super generic, like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, then he goes to have another smoke in his truck, and then we see a teen girl named Jill, Michael's older daughter. This bitch. <laughs> come up and ask to bomb a drag yeah, off of his cigarette. She's so cool. Uh, Arkin's like, no. <laughs> As he should. And then Jill talks him into it with literally zero. She just hits him with a, come on, man. Yep. (laughs) You know what? You seem like a cool kid. Uh, And then immediately she makes fun of him. Yep. I say, hey, what kind of name is Arkin anyway? Yep. Hey, fucko. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) He hits her with the fucking, it's a first name. Banger. Roasted. Uh, this then, guy got incinerated by this 14 to 18 year old girl. What kind of a name is Jill? Uh, she says it was her grandmother's name. She was the first attorney general in the whole state. Uh, and then tells Arkin he's about to hear a fight, but it's just a show. She gives him a cigarette and starts to climb up the lattice fencing. Finally found out what it's called. Lattice. Um, that shit that we called the rose fence back on Nightmare on Elm Street. It's called yeah. a lattice fence. Rose fence. Got it. Uh, she climbs up and into the house. Then gets caught by Victoria. Can we appreciate, like, she scales this thing like a motherfucker. Like, this is not the first time I've done this. Uh, and then we cut to Michael outside loading stuff into a car, hearing Jill and Victoria fight inside. Jill is yelling about not wanting to leave all of her friends while they go on a family vacation. The most teenager argument ever, by the way. I don't want to leave my friends! Yeah. I'm not going with you. I definitely did that when I was like 15. We all did it. That's why it's stereotype. But just watching it makes you cringe. Also, fuck my friends. Yeah, fuck (laughs) fuck my friends and my family. Caitlin listens. She'll get it. (laughs) Um, Then we shoot over to Arkin, packing up his tools. Michael brings him an envelope of money, and he says that's uh, your pay for the whole week. Uh, And there's a little bit extra in there for Arkin's kid. Uh, he says he knows how hard it can be to raise a kid, and says, see you in a couple weeks. Yep, get the fuck out of here. Yep, Arkin gets in his truck, then we cut to a bowling alley at night. This is the worst cut and most unnecessary... Again, the story to this movie is 100% un- unnecessary. They could have left all of this shit out. Yeah. They could have lip-serviced it in about eight seconds, which they still just lip-service a lot of this. It's really bad. A lot of it. Uh, he sees his daughter drawing at a table. He walks up and greets her, and he says uh, he has someone who wants to meet her, then pulls out a Baskin bear and gives it to her. Uh, and then a woman named Lisa 
slams a cup down on the table and asks if he has it. Yeah, you bitch. This woman looks cracked out since she's working in a bowling alley and her daughter is just sitting there. Apparently, all shift. And then she sees the bear and storms off. So mad. How dare you be nice to our child. Right? Arkin follows her into the back and Arkin gives her the envelope of money. He says it wasn't as much as he as uh, he said it would be, but it's a start. Um, and he's working on it, but he needs more time. So right here, before they actually explain what happens, my thought is, oh, this is his kid. This is his ex-wife. This is, you can't see her until you pay your fucking alimony. See, that's what I originally wrote in my notes when I was watching this. I was it like, makes oh, perfect sense. It's child support. Yeah. But it's not. And even in the details for this movie, she's listed as his ex-wife, but definitely not his ex-wife. Yeah, this does not make sense. I mean, I guess they still could be, because I don't say it, but the way they interact is not... I mean, they kiss. Vaguely. But it it just doesn't make sense, so it sounds like this is a rewrite. Yeah, I can see it. Um, She says, the people she owes money to want it today, Uh, and Arkin says, okay, well, why don't you let me talk to those people? (laughs) The most understanding ex-husband ever. Yeah, she says that won't make any difference, and she's leaving tonight. But Arkin starts to yell and kind of get a little hysterical, like, where right. are you even going to go? Yeah, he even says, oh, where are you going to your sisters, your mom's? Yeah. Like, they'll find you. But, like, all oh, rightfully so. This guy is trying to do right and get yeah. this woman money that, he, whether they're married still or not, I don't know. He's trying to do the right thing, and this woman, she's like, oh, I'm just going to leave with this kid, and you can deal with it, because I, she says she's in debt with the loan sharks. Yeah. So what the fuck is she doing? Maybe get your priorities, lady. Um, he assures her that he's going to get the money tonight, and she says he has until midnight. Very weird time frame. And then they leave. Yep, that's the end of the scene. End of Bowling Alley. <clears throat> And then we cut to Arkin in a photo booth uh, with Howie Mandel and the dealer type vibes from fucking... Oh, God. Why did I just blank on what it's called? I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at here. Deal or no deal. Okay. Yeah, that's Howie Mandel. <laughs> uh, a deep voice answers the phone, and Arkin says he found who they're looking for. Oh, yeah. He says he's going in tonight, and he needs to get paid. And he's coming over now, and then he hangs up. There's no option. Again, none of this needs to be said or done. And then we cut to random footage of a Rob Zombie music video. Yep. Naked women dancing and smoking. Uh, Arkin walks into a strip club and asks a bartender something that we don't hear. Uh, she nods in a direction, and he walks that way to see a big man, the most generic, bouncer, tough guy get up ever. I, for a second, thought this was Bing Rames and got real excited. Because, like, I fucking love Bing Rames for no reason. It's not Bing Rames. It's just, it's also, it's another black guy. I thought it was Umaga. Um, that guy does not look anything like Umaga. You're right, because he's dead. Um, I mean, I guess. Yes! But also alive, they look nothing You're alive. right, I thought it was Viscera, is that better? No, that guy's like 6,000 pounds! Also dead, I think. Yeah, there's no way he's alive. <laughs> that guy ate a handful of Apple Jacks every 8 seconds. Guaranteed. Only the cinnamon ones. That's what Apple Jacks are. They're Apple Cinnamon. Yeah, but there's different pieces. Have you never had Apple Jacks? I have. Are you trying to say he ate only the one color? Yeah. That's weird. That's like eating one flavor of M&M. They both taste the fucking same. Big Daddy V was picky. That's probably true. 
So they, they walk outside and Arkin gets into a car with this guy. This big motherfucker is Roy. And he says, you finally grew into your own skin, kid. Finally. Uh, been waiting forever, Arkin. They talk about how long he's been casing this house. Uh, and now that he found the safe, he feels like he can demand when they do the job. Arkin says, we're going to do 50-50. The family's gone and, and what they need is inside. And he needs to get paid tonight. Like, right here, and there's other spots, but here is where you really feel like the plot and storyline of this movie ended up on the cutting room floor. I think it could have started with this scene. Yeah, 100%. There's no reason they did any of this previous. They could have lip-serviced the whole family thing. They didn't even need the family thing, to be honest. He could have just been a robber. Just fucking Ant-Man was a robber. They needed just fine. God, I love Ant-Man. It's all right. He, he does it all. The ruddy. The ruddiest. Uh, Roy scolds Arkin for breaking their routine and says they're not going to do this. Arkin says, well, then I'm just going to find someone else. Um, and, you know, he may have helped Arkin, but Arkin never agreed to his terms. But Roy says, you partnered with me. That means you accepted my terms. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and you need to think about your wife and daughter before you say anything else. Alright, cool. Um, and then he asks, so what did you want again? And then the the door locks. Roy holds one of his hands, or one of, one of Arkin's hands, above a lit lighter that one of his goons in the front seat is just holding. Yeah, it's serious. It, again, it, make, it makes no fucking sense why this is happening. And then Arkin repeats himself. He says, 50-50 profit. I'm the only guy you know that can get into that safe, and I challenge you to roll out a better option. Roy lets his hand go and says, we'll do it for 60-40. And Arkin goes, bet. And then he bet. leaves. Nailed it. <laughs> Thinking about it, maybe the only reason he did this is just to show he's like kind of a tough guy. Yeah, he, it does he's, not a, he's not a bitch. Yeah, like, he's he's willing to do what he needs to do to, you know, get through this. And that comes up a little later, but it's still just shit lip service and makes no real sense. Yeah, and I think we'll end Act 1 there. I'd rather end it way sooner. No, nah, collective boo. It's better. It's much well, fancy. Act two starts with a cut tonight. We get a, a decent, actually, aerial shot of a truck driving, going off of the road into a wooded area nearby. It's Arkin uh, pulling up in his truck, and he puts on his burglar mask, <laughs> which is just like typical ski mask. Like really crappy ski mask. Um, he gets out of the truck with his bag of equipment and jogs towards the house. He sees a chain that's pinned into the ground, uh, and then a fucking dog sprints at him, lunges at him, and bites off a piece of his mask. Just the mask. I do like the pin, though, because, you know, he had just been there. It was the same yeah. day. And he's like, what is this pin? Kind of weird. It's like, all right, I get it. I'm into it. I appreciate the visual. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to the uh, front porch area. He scans the room through a window, and he sees that the alarm isn't on 
Uh, so he's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, he picks the lock and goes inside and slowly walks around before being startled by his own reflection in a mirror. <laughs> Such a shitty look. Or visual, I guess. It's so lame. I, I feel like it happens anytime someone's sneaking in a movie. They get spooked by their own reflection. I feel like if you don't know... If you are in Scooby-Doo and don't know that you're sneaking and you run into your own self, which is a talking dog, I get it. But that's about it. <laughs> he starts to go upstairs, but he stops for a moment on a creaky step cautiously. Uh, so at, at this point, I was kind of thinking, like, why do you care if you know the house is empty? Like, because he stopped and like looked around. Oh, it's totally a plot point because this obviously comes up. Yeah, like really soon. It, a lot. It comes yeah, up a lot. it comes up several times. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that, but they literally did this just to show up the next scene. And it's just one step. One step. Um, and he slowly opens the door to Hannah's room and shines the light all around looking for what I assume is anything of interest before closing the door. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't get that because he knows what he's looking for. Maybe he's just gonna grab extra shit. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's pretty lame. Um, he moves down the hall towards where we saw Victoria looking in the mirror. Botox uh, time. Then he gets a brief flashback of seeing her. Uh, he puts on some some different gloves. Why? What, what was with the flashback? I I thought it was to um, show what he finds next, but there, there nothing in that scene explains anything. So again, I feel like this was editing uh, cutting room floor. Yeah, just scene garbage essentially. Yeah, I, I didn't really get it. Yeah, I just it, thought it was flashback for the sake of this is where this is. Yeah, but it didn't mean anything. Yeah. So he puts on gloves and lifts the mirror like a car hood. Yeah. Uh, to find a hidden safe behind it. So he find he knew where the safe was. So just mm -hmm. showing her and like looking into this mirror it didn't mean anything. No. It was so weird. Uh, he quickly sets up like a sonar style decoder. Yeah, I'd love um, to know what this fucking thing is because it's probably just a toy. And get, he gets to work finding the code. And I actually liked it. I liked him. Like, see, seeing the, the vibration waves as he, like, turns the, the handle. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was cool. To kind of set the stage, like, what he puts on it is just, like, a screen with, like, a sound bar recorder. So, it, it, you know, it's picking up small noises so you can hear when it clicks. And actually, it does look good. I don't think it would work, but it looks good. Um, but, you know, he goes so slow. It's so weird. Like, I don't think the safe would actually work going the way he does it. Probably not. Because it's an old style uh, rotary turn turnstile. I don't know, I don't know what right, you call it. Right, that. left, right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> fucking, it's a locker yes. combo lock. And you go fuck yourself because I still can't open those. Uh, then he, as he's working, he hears a creak down below him. Uh, he turns for a second, thinks nothing of it, and goes back. Um, and then we see a key go into a lock and hear a thump off screen. Woohoo. Uh, Arkin turns around again, and then we see a pair of boots walking on the first floor. Now, these boots are made for walking. And that's just what they'll do. Oh, fuck. That was so fast. I'm so proud of you. Um, Arkin, hears them, Arkin hears this person step onto the creaky step, mm -hmm. uh, and he quickly takes his equipment off, puts the mirror back down. He starts booking. He's like, oh, fuck, I know that step. And he hides in a closet one second before this other guy, this masked person, comes up the stairs super quick and like goes into a 
like into a doorway and just stands there waiting for noise. And we get a we get a really cool aerial shot of like them being just inches apart on the other side of this wall. Yeah, that shot's super good. Do they show him in the mask right there? So they 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 show like from the top. Okay, I was gonna say I don't remember them showing the front on the head on of him yet. No, they don't show that for a little while. Yeah, it's there's a decent amount of lead up to this, and then it's full full force. There's we'll get to it. There's something I hate about the mask. Yeah, me too. About the person. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably the same thing. I'm sure. So they, they both stand still and wait for noise before this masked man walks away. Spooky man. Arkin slips out and downstairs and goes to leave, but then he sees that the door is locked from the inside by three locks that can only be unlocked with a key. Weird setup in this house. <laughs> um, the masked man slowly walks down the stairs and goes into the basement. Then Arkin tries to sneak out another way before looking at his watch and seeing that it's 11 p.m. Damn, I don't remember looking at it. It was a. I don't remember being eleven. It, I. It was like ten or eleven. And ten would make a little more sense with where the end of the movie ends. Yeah, up. I guess it's probably like ten. Okay, because eleven would be ridiculous. I feel like, but this whole movie is ridiculous. Uh, he decides he needs. He needs to do this, so he goes back to work. Starts working on the safe again as we hear gasping and whimpering as the camera pulls away from him to a vent nearby where screams for help can be heard. And we pan back to Arkin looking at the vent. He can clearly hear these screams. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Then a bloody man falls through a door um, nearby. So Arkin once again closes the mirror and moves into a closet to hide. Uh, the man gets up and the masked man throws him into another room. The this same... guy hurls him too. It's crazy. Yeah. Like some of the scenes they do where this guy just picks people up and fucks them. And he's got, like, green goblin strength. He really does. <laughs> I'll fucking get you, Peter! From Boston? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he gets thrown into another room, the same room where Arkin is just about to close the door in the closet. Arkin sees the man on the floor as Michael, and Michael sees him. Yeah. He yells out, you, why are you doing this? Why are you here? Um, Arkin whispers, it's not me, and then tries to shush him. Michael gets up and goes for a golf club to fucking swing on this man. Uh, and when he pulls the golf club up, it triggers some Home Alone bullshit wire. The, I was really, I didn't think you'd hit it yet. I was so excited to the fucking horror Home Alone this, this movie. This is, a, like, adult Home Alone. Yeah, this is what uh, the first person who wrote Home Alone wrote it as, like, a triple X horror invasion movie. And they're like, well, Joe Pesci's available, what can we do? This is, the best way to describe this movie, this is The Strangers Meets Home Alone. You're right. <laughs> that was a good way to put it. There's um, no marshmallow man, though. It's like a burnt marshmallow. Yeah. Um, so this wire runs all the way up into a small engine in the wall um, and that pulls the wire, latching it around Michael's foot, dragging him out of the room, hanging him over the side of the staircase, and then dropping him from the ceiling to the first floor. That guy was there that day. How, How? did he set this up? How? It is, this is your I'm an engineer customer that you do not want. This is all, like, razor wire. So Yeah, it's, it's bananas. Uh, the shit that happens in this movie, it makes no sense, but I love it. We then hear the steps of the masked man and see him drag Michael away. Arkin goes to get the fuck out through a window, uh, but sees that they're now all boarded up. 
like with wood on the inside. Yeah, super weird because they put bars on them. Why is there wood too? And you know what? We don't ever see the bars again. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Editing room four, like that whole first setup, I'm so certain was an afterthought. Because the rest mm. of the movie doesn't need any of it. And, like, and they don't even bring it up really till the end. So he, he then goes to use a rotary phone on a desk, but something has been ran through it and like a little needle has been stuck out of the earpiece. And when he puts it to his ear, he gets stabbed in his fucking ear. Fucking nightmare. That is the worst thing that I could ever think of happening to me. I mean... That's bad, but if I picked up my cell phone and there was a needle on it, I'd probably laugh for like six hours. Because <laughs> they'd be like, "Who? who's the word? I was texting. Did you put like a pin through each where the keyboard would be? That might get me. It's just a tack. Yeah. Like, to your like, phone. like that, that might get me, but to the ear, I'm not. When do I make a fucking phone call? And if I'm making a phone call, it's speakerphone. 100. Uh. But he gets stabbed in the ear, and he then tries to force his hand through the wood on the windows, only to find that it's been lined with fucking razor blades. Of course. And he slices the absolute shit out of his hand as he tries to pull it back in. This boy gets fucked Almost up. Almost de-gloving his hand. Hundred. Like, that. this was the first part where I was like, oh, these people love Saw. Because that's, like, almost exactly a Saw trap. Yeah, Saw 3 is exactly what I was thinking of. Or 2. The girl puts her yep. hands through. Yeah. Yeah, it's and it's like the, the sharp glass on the inside or something. It, I don't remember what it is. Yeah, they're literally just blades that you can't, if you pull yeah. your hands down, because they close with you. It's the, the worst trap that the dumbest person falls for. She's also very much dying, just, but I get it. Just put one hand in. It, 100%. <laughs> and... Uh, it's just a bad... I don't know why you use both hands there. They, we'll we'll they, get to that when we do Saw. Yeah. We'll get to that when we do Saw. So now that we're talking about Saw. God damn it. They, they do vaguely explain that. It's just really bad. And that's what we'll leave Saw. So, Saw. he, he finds... Sada? Sada. Evil Dead? Boomstick. Yeah! Do it. Get at it, baby. <laughs> Run it up. Run it up. <laughs> Zach just found about the term... Found out about the term Run It Up today. Yeah, I found about it. Run It Up. Find about it. Yeah, I done found it. I don't know what's wrong with it. Ain't got no gas. <laughs> uh, so he finally gets his hand back in, absolutely torn to shreds. He rips a piece of clothing off. I think it's a part of his shirt. Yeah, that I believe so. It's kind of vague. Uh, and he wraps his he wraps his hand with it. Oh, I wonder if it's his mask actually. Yeah, it's just pocket because we don't see his mask ever. Yeah, he, so I don't think we pointed that out. This was really dumb. He gets into the house, full mask. He gets to the safe, and that's when he takes his mask off for no reason. He he didn't need to, and he didn't even need to wear the mask. I mean, I, he knew. Uh, so my assumption on that is there's probably cameras on the outside. He probably knew that because he's been at this house for what seems like weeks. So I'm all for that. But why? Why'd you take it off? That's just stupid. That's not um, even evidence, man. Yeah. So. He, he walks into another room where there is a tripwire at neck height, which is connected to a, a two by four with nails on it. So good. Uh, he goes under the wire and carries on, but he can't get the next room over. Then he hears some objects clatter and jingle nearby and he hears some footsteps. And so this is where 
he put the ornaments on the floor so that if he goes through the window, oh, it's Home Alone fucked. <laughs> uh, Arkin, go. Every time I say Arkin, I want to say Harkins. Harkins. That's fine. <laughs> Call him Harkins. Fuck him. Movie theater. Um, for those of you that aren't in Phoenix, for my one New Zealand person, apparently, who I'm sure does not listen anymore. I'm gonna keep shouting them out. That's right. Uh, Arkin goes back and goes back to the staircase before seeing a shadow and ducking into another room. Uh, the masked man is now stalking around the house with what I first thought was a shank, but it is a throwing knife. It's a banger knife, too, and this comes up a bunch. It, He's fucking awesome with this thing. I like the scenes he throws the knife. That's just me. Um, Arkin leaves the room he's in to keep moving. He goes downstairs and sees that the chandelier is on the ground, and it is currently being uh, strapped with knives onto the bottom. Those are reasons. Uh, he tries to take one of the knives, but they've been zip-tied onto the chandelier, so he can't do it. So he moves on. Uh, then we okay. see a tripwire that is attached to some scissors on, like, a table. Um, but he just keeps going. Just fucking traps forever yeah. and the worst game of hide-and-seek. Uh, he walks into a room that looks empty. And th this is my least favorite scene in the entire movie. He walks in, He walks towards a room that looks empty. He turns around for a moment as a lightning flash reveals it's absolutely covered in razor wire. Yeah. Um, he, he then walks into the room. He gets a cut on his cheek and stops uh, and then realizes how fucked he almost was. I mean, you have a point. Let, let me finish this. Hit it. So when he's first walking towards this room, you cannot see the razor wire. Not at all. After we get this this scene, you can see it the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's clearly visible. They, they, they just did this visual for no reason that makes no sense. Annoyed the fuck out of me. Can I also, like, I've touched barbed wire and, like, razor wire. It's not what you think it is. No. It's, you can't climb over it, you can't grab it, but it's not just slicing you up just for walking near it like a fucking cactus. And then, uh, <laughs> he goes into the next room... Which, it's just fucking lined with bear traps. The room is covered in the bear worst. traps. It, that alone would take 85 years to set up. How? That's, yeah. Uh, I, I want to get into that when we're done, because it's just lacking. He tiptoes around them and gets into the kitchen where he almost sets off another tripwire. That scene that... is straight out of Mousetrap, by the way. It's just the mouse going around all the mouse traps. Um, and th this tripwire would have dropped a knife uh, that would have swung down and killed him. So 90% of this movie, as I'm sure you've noticed, is this man almost walking into traps. It is 100%. I like the traps. that They're ridiculous, but some of them are pretty inventive. Yeah, some of them are good. Um, so he then goes to go upstairs through the kitchen, but sees that the bottom stairs are lined with knives and sharp shit just waiting to slice his tootsies yep. up. Yeah. <laughs> tootsies. <laughs> uh, you don't know me. <laughs> he finds another door as the masked man starts to walk down the main stairs. Arkin decides he just needs to go for it and he goes to the door. He finds a staircase inside, uh, turns his flashlight on, it's pitch dark. He's walking down these stairs. Uh, and then he finds that he's beneath the floorboards in some sort of, like, cellar basement. Um, Weird he didn't know where this door already went. Yeah. And then we hear footsteps above him as this masked man walks around. Uh, 
he finds the light and we see Michael beaten to fucking hell, strapped to a chair. Oh, fuck that. Uh, he starts to scream, but Arkin gets him to stop and says, I'm trying to help you. Um, he said, he says, like, why are you here? And Arkin's just like, shut up, I'm you helping shut, you. You shut your damn mouth. Why are you at my house at 10 p.m. wearing all black? Shut your mouth. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Straight the rock, Can you dude. smell? He did, dude. He could not. That guy's fucked up. The millions and the billions. Ooh, electrifying. Uh, he tells Michael he has nothing to do with this and says, look, this is the basement. Where are the tools? So I can get, like, a hammer or something. Let me hammer your dick. Uh, Michael says that this masked guy took them all. Um, he says, Victoria's in the room across from me. Jill got out before this all happened, and we don't know where Hannah is. Um, Bad shit's happening to adults. Michael tells Arkin he needs to go get his gun. It's in the safe. Arkin goes, where's the safe? And, he, and Michael goes, it's behind the mirror. And the combination is 15-24-7. Great. Love uh, it. At this point, I'm going to the safe and I'm leaving. I'd probably <laughs> Fuck these just, people. I'm probably just leaving. Fuck them, in the, fuck them all indeed. Fuck these people. Uh, Arkin goes then to see Victoria, and she's handcuffed and bound and gagged in a bathtub. And she's not really fucked up, but she's messed up. Yeah, so she has a gag in, and her eyes are covered in duct tape. Takes the gag out of her mouth, and she asks to get the duct tape off her eyes. He goes to do it, and then sees that... You can't because the duct tape is stapled to her head. Pretty fucked up. But have you ever stapled yourself? No. It sucks, but I'm it's not sure. like you can just take that out. That's not the like they're not designed for they're not medical sutures. Well yeah, I imagine like the whole the whole reason a staple flattens when you use a stapler is because of the bottom part. So I imagine exactly. it's just straight in. Yeah, so like you pull those out. It's this isn't the end of the world, honestly, with the stapler, but still probably sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like it's in her eyeball either. Like, you'd feel that. So I thought this was going a very different direction. I thought he was going to take the, t the duct tape off and it was going to be attached to her eyes and her eyes right. were going to come out of her Yeah, head. I thought it was going to be way more fucked up. And here we go. Yeah, so she says, Hannah is hiding somewhere in the house. And he says, I'm going to go help Hannah, but I need you to scream as a distraction so I can get back up there. And Victoria's like, Fuck that. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> but he eventually convinces her. He goes to hide, then she starts fucking just screaming, um, causing this masked man to get real mad and storm down. He gets aggro. This man power walks everywhere. He does? I'm also confused, like, I don't know when all of this started, because the time frame is real wacky. It's super strange. Yeah, we'll get more into it a little bit, yeah. but... Um, so like, Arkin... Yeah, I'm in the middle of that. Uh, you go fuck yourself. Uh, I don't understand how he's got enough time to walk around this house fucking like... What is he looking for, I guess? I don't understand. Who? The masked man. He's just walking around, just menacing this man he doesn't know is there, but at the same time also torturing this family. Yeah, I, I guess it can kind of be... Something that comes up later. Yeah, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it just doesn't it's, it's work. It still doesn't make a lot of sense, because he's still setting up traps. Yeah, for, and I don't get it. Um, so Arkin quickly passes behind him and... Just hit the mic. Fuck you. Arkin quickly passes behind him and goes upstairs. See the knife chandelier is now hanging back up. 
and he goes up to the second floor Lady. as we see the masked man pull Victoria's tongue out uh, out of her mouth with pliers and I think he like chops a piece of it off. Yeah, he doesn't I don't know chop her he does. tongue out, but he cuts it for sure. Yeah, he cuts her Like he, He's just torturing people at this point. Uh, Arkin looks all around for Hannah before he goes to the safe and retrieves the gun as we see the masked man start to fuck with Michael again. Uh, Arkin grabs the gem that he was there for. It's some big red like diamond type thing. Unexplained apparently valuable object. Uh, and then he starts searching for bullets. He finds an empty box, uh, and he goes, yeah, of course it's empty. Throw the gun. And then he hears whimpering close by. Uh, he hears banging, and then whispers, uh, ask me if it's Hannah, uh, before a closet door creaks open, and he sees the big black and red box from the beginning. Son of a bitch. Uh, he opens it, and Larry from the beginning falls out. Son of a bitch, Larry. He tells Arkin, this guy collects people. Uh, he only kills the people he doesn't want, and if you aren't chosen, you won't leave alive. But he always takes one person, and Arkin shoves him right back in. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I don't get it. How does he know this? And why is he even there? So I, I assume... I don't even know what to assume. Because, like, if he keeps people... There's, like, a prison somewhere where he right. has these people. But why is he bringing boxes that still have people in them? Right. It's like, did he, he's like, oh, shit, I got two jobs to do today. I'm going to just hop this next one with my tools. We'll, we'll make it work. I haven't made any more boxes. The Etsy order hasn't yeah, come in Yeah, yet. it doesn't make sense why this guy's there at all. Like, the collect people still, like, again, this it, guy just got collected. And, like, you say there's a prison, I... Honestly, just think the box is full of dead people. I don't know what the point of collecting that is, but all right. Uh, Arkin goes back into the hallway and looks around before walking into another room uh, that has an open window. But as he runs into the room, he slips on a yellow slime uh, that a cat is also stuck in. Poor kitty. This, this scene actually made me sad. Yeah, there's two um, scenes in this movie. I'd, I'm not. I'm not into it. Um, I, I'm sure I know what they are. Uh, but anybody that's listened to this understands yeah. that fuck ever all the people in um, movies. So he reaches out to a desk to try and stop him from falling, but he just knocks books over doing so, and this alerts the collector down in the basement. <laughs> the collector. So we see that Arkin's feet, or his shoes at least, are now stuck in the slime, and the slime is starting to, like, sizzle. Yeah, it's like some sort of, some sort of acidic glue. An acidic adhesive, yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, Arkin uses the knocked-over books as platforms, and he jumps out of his shoes and eventually uh, gets to the other side of the room, but the collector is already on his way up, knife in hand. He's ready for this boy. Uh, Arkin's shoes are completely stuck to the floor at this point, to the point where he goes to pick them up and rips one in half. Yeah, um, this is some strong fucking glue. Oh, you know what it is? It's probably like a like a sticky bug trap. Why would it be acidic? I don't know. What are those? Aren't, aren't they toxic? To flies. Maybe it's potent. No. Everything you're saying is wrong. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm horror movie logic out. I guess. It still doesn't make sense. Uh, and all the while, this cat is meowing and growling and kind of like screaming in pain. Yeah, it's a uh, baby. He, he peels the cat off the floor 
we see clumps of fur stuck on the ground, and he throws it onto the windowsill, only for it to trigger a trap, and a guillotine on the outside of the window falls down, cuts this hat, cuts this cat right in half, and we see half cat body fall back into the room, and Arkin gets sprayed with blood. I hated this scene. So sad. Oh, first off, terrible. Second, so, like, because the guillotine makes no sense if you can't make it that far in the room. I guess it's just, like, if for some reason. It's I, like a, a failsafe. I guess. I'll give it that, but... How do you set the guillotine up? Cat. This cat. I, I want... Save the fucking cat. He's done nothing to you. <laughs> I mean, it was a black cat, so it was bad luck. Give a fuck. I... I love cats. I love animals. And it makes me sad when they die in movies. Yeah, don't kill cats and dogs or animals I like. You can kill spiders all day long. Those are things that be in the trash. <laughs> um, now we see the collector is gunning it up the stairs, but Arkin wisely covers his shoes with books and hides under all the pillows on this bed. So smart. Uh, so when the collector looks into the room, he sees only the knocked over books and the half cat with the closed window trap. He straight Scooby-Doo'd this guy. He really did. So the Collector leaves the room and Arkin exits his hiding place. We see the Collector is walking to the box that Larry is in. Uh, but instead of opening it, because he's like screaming and moving around in the box, he just kicks it. I, I like the kick. That made me laugh. <laughs> he just kicks it and walks away. And he's like, hey, fucko. Done. Um, Arkin grabs a paper clip and makes his way out of the room. Yep. Yeah. Very specifically grabs his paperclip, too. It's... I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. Uh, Arkin gets back downstairs, only to see that Michael has been hung upside down and gutted. Uh, Scream MTV style. When did he have time to do that? Scream Corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It was like a moan corner. <laughs> right? That, that was much more uh, sexualized than I think you wanted it to be. No, no. It's, it's right where I wanted it to be. Oh, all right. That's the vibe tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Collect my moans, brother. Um, so then he goes to Victoria and tells her he couldn't find Hannah. She asks where Michael is, and Arkin says, he's fine, but we need to get you out of here right now. Uh, she says she thought that this guy might have been like a rapist or a robber, but she never would have expected this to happen. Who does? Yeah. I don't think anyone expects to be tortured in their own home. Uh, he tells Slenderman. John. Yep. I know where you at. <laughs> uh, he tells Victoria that he will come back for Hannah and Michael, but right now they need to get her out. And when they start moving, uh, he specifically says, I need you to keep your eyes on my back. Very, like, four or five times he says this. And I, I get it. It's what happens next. Like, yeah. But so they, they start to move, but Victoria looks to the side and sees Michael's hung dead body and uh, loses her shit. It books it. Jumping away from Arkin, sprinting up the stairs, and as soon as she gets to the top, she gets fucking stabbed like six times Hammer and time. shoved down the stairs. And this guy, I do like his movements. They're very quick. It's not... He, he's very... Uh, spastic. What? He's very jolty. Yeah, everything he does is, like, in a very... I feel like 
almost like they sped up some of his shit just a tiny bit. I don't think they did. I think they just, they were like, you're a full force every time. They had him do five rails of coke before. Uh, yeah, every pretty scene. much. Because every, every scene you have with him is the same. He is moving very quickly, very precisely. It's very, like, dead on. I can't finger exactly what I want to say. Um, so, Arkin then hides under a desk as the collector walks down and looks around, eventually sheathing his knife and staring right at the desk that Arkin is hiding. Always. And I don't know if this is the first point, but this is the first point I remember. There is something about this man that I hate, uh, and it, it is his eyes. Yeah, his eyes have that, uh, camera, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, uh, night vision camera eyes? Yeah, like, they're like, like recording they, a cat. They always have, like, a glare. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. It does, and it's definitely what they're going for, I just don't know why. To make him look creepier, I guess, I but, think. but that, the mask is creepy. The mask is creepy, but I do want to point out, too, so when they, like, the posters or whatnot, they have the, him, like, kind of tying his mask in yeah. the back. The mask they show in the posters look, one and two, look very different than the mask he's actually wearing on the front. To me, at least. The, really? Because the mask they have is, like, all black, and I can't tell you what it's made out of. It's very weird. It looks like it's made out of like burnt rubber yeah it's not like the feel you get in the poster is it's made out of like uh either a skin or b like what am i trying to think of the scarecrow's mask uh, burlap or something yeah that's the vibe i get that they're trying to go for on the poster visual but in the movie it just looks like he's wearing a burnt piece of tire you're it, right that's yeah exactly it, what it it's is. very like it's almost like a like a stay puffed version of like a burglar's mask. It's very odd. He if he was burgling hamburgers, he might be the hamburglar. <laughs> patty thief. Yes, the patty thief. <laughs> um, so he walks towards the desk for some reason, grabbing a CGI spider off of a nearby pipe, opening a window and freeing. For this, some reason, this guy likes bugs, and we'll get to that later. He likes spiders, and he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Uh, then we cut to him dragging Victoria into another room and slamming the door as Arkin guns back up to the very second floor. Uh, we get shots back and forth of Arkin running upstairs and the collector pouring gasoline in a bathtub that Victoria's sitting in. He presses start on a recorder and wakes her up. I really like this. This is a crazy scene. Like, for a kill in a horror movie, it's pretty nuts. Uh, Arkin tries to rip the boards off the window, but hears Victoria screaming as we see... Uh, kind of glancing shots of her getting her mouth sewn shut. While recording her own screams, it's nuts. Like, yeah. the visual on this, I cannot explain how disturbing it really is. It's, yeah, because you, you see him hold up the, like, sewing needle, you see him press start, and then you just hear screams off camera, cut back, you see the corner of her mouth is sewn, it's a really good effect. It is. like, And it fits the movie very well. This is probably my favorite... It's not even the kill, I guess. It's just a... Torture. Yeah. I think it's my favorite in the movie. It's crazy. And they don't show a ton. Most of the kills are traps and... Uh, booby traps and stuff. This one's very... On-the-nose, visceral. You feel this one. It's like Hostile-esque. 
that's probably a really good way to put it. They want you to feel what this woman is feeling, and it's nuts. Yeah. So then we hear a car horn outside. It um, is La Cucaracha. <laughs> yes. Just back it up. Yes. Just back, back it up. Backing up. Backing up. <laughs> What's this? Luis? Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, such oh, a good character. I, I was thinking of SpongeBob now. Backing up. Backing up. Uh, Arkin looks out the window to see Jill making out with a guy in a car outside. He's so hot. Uh, Arkin smashes a lamp and uses it to break open the window just enough to yell out to Jill to stop making noise. Uh, they don't hear him, though, and they run up to the house together, about to unlock the door, uh, and then we see the collector walk towards the door and wait for them. He's collecting. But <laughs> but Jill's key won't work because Victoria changed the locks. This bitch. Uh, so they decide to go in another way. We see the collector run over to the back door before they can get there and unlock it all from the inside. And then he hides around the corner. And he's just crouching behind, like, a chair. Yeah. That's his hiding spot. Um, and then Jill and the guy come in, and they hornily make their way over a bunch of traps without realizing yeah, it. Yeah, it's such I, a bad scene. I thought it was so funny. It's funny, but it, <laughs> this whole scene is so pointless. Um, they start to make out in the kitchen, uh, and... <sighs> they get full boob gone. So... Arkin sneaks downstairs and we see a slow-mo shot uh, that lingers for way too long yep. of Jill's boyfriend ripping off her shirt and unclipping her bra as the collector just stares. Uh, and he's like licking his lips. He gets real into this. Yeah, we basically get a soft, softcore porn scene of this guy kissing and groping Jill's tits as the collector stares on, licking and biting his lips. While Arkin watches him do this. And this allows Arkin to sneak past him for just a second. Spooky seconds. Um, Jill spots the collector as she like lays back on this table, just sees him stanced up in the corner. <laughs> it's such a funny image. It's so bad, because this guy looks so creepy. Um, and then she jumps back, and he decides it's stabbing time. Yep. He starts to come forward. Right, go kill him again. <laughs> Her boyfriend throws a punch. He puts the knife right through his hand. Yeah, oh, yeah. So good. Spastic movements, man. He is all over it. And then he tosses him into another trap, which has a knife come down and slices his fingers off of his hand. Because of reasons. Uh, and then he falls right into the pit of bear traps. I fucking hate this so He goes much. one foot in, that brings him down to a knee, and then his body just falls back into the rest of them. And just... Uh, do you have to lay it, lay it, like, into a bear trap for it to be really effective? Like... They don't just go off. They're not a hair trigger. This guy lands so perfectly to get, like, nine bear traps clamping on him. so funny. It's so bad. I, um, I hate bear trap room. It's the worst sound room. <laughs> he, he, There's not even one bear in it. <laughs> he then grabs Jill and pins her to a wall, choking her and locking the door as she slyly dials 911 on her flip phone. So fly. Uh... The collector chops through some razor wire and drags her away as Arkin runs back upstairs and tries to get the fuck out through a window. Yeah, fuck these people, I'm out. Uh, then we cut to the collector with Jill tied up against the stairs with barbed wire. Uh, That's a shitty tie. He's he's purring uh, as she's begging for him not to do anything. 
Like even in the, the captions, it says purring when he's like, I did not weird, catch man. He does it a couple times. Does he? I did not. Um, I don't remember any of that. Then Arkin sets off an alarm clock upstairs and then hides in another room. Collector runs up to investigate, and this allows Arkin to run down and untie Jill. Again, spastic running to this yeah. thing. He's not just like, what's going on? He's angry. He is booking it like, what the fuck? Um, he unties her and she freaks out, thinking that he's a part of this. She jumps away from him, grabs the scissors that we saw earlier, and this triggers a trap, latching a wire around her hand and launching her into the homeless projector screen, slamming her head first into nails behind the screen. It's so good. I do want to appreciate, I don't know if you got a good look at her eyes in the scene. Oh, her eyes pop out of her head. Just one. Just one? Just one. Like, one is bulging and the other one's regular because it's the nail. It's a regular nail, so it only goes so far in. It looks really good. I don't know how they nailed that effect so well. It looks... Ah. Oh, you got something good on that, huh? I don't know how they nailed that effect. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Get your puns out of here. I thought you had something interesting to say. Nope. Never no. once. This is all CGI. None of this is probably true. Uh, that's probably true. But, nuts. You see that CGI spider? There's no way they did that good. You're right. They no. probably just killed the girl for real. <laughs> that seems like the most realistic story. All these people actually. These are all. The, this this was a, actually a snuff this film. This is a snuff film. Yeah. Man. Oh, shit. No wonder I was so horny the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, th- this is actually my favorite kill of the movie. The nail? Yeah. Really? I, I, I like the trap a lot. I think it's really funny. She just gets flung by oh, the wrist. It's definitely up there. And the, keep in mind, there's only actually a couple of kills in this movie. Yeah. My favorite trap is the one that Michael gets at the beginning where he gets dropped from the second floor. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, but my favorite kill is this one. That's fair. Like, they're all good. Well, that's not true. Like, a lot of the traps are lame, but I don't know. We'll get more into that in a little bit, I think. And that's I the end of that, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Charles in charge. Full careless whisper. Hey. hey, yo, this guy fucking hates Billy Joel. <laughs> I love that random intro clip to Act Three. Look, the best is the X-Men theme song. That should be our intro to everything. I would not have been able to tell you what that was. <coughs> oh, I hurt my throat. COVID. X-Men COVID. It's mutated. X-Men? That's a porn site. That, that's true. <laughs> oh, that went dark. Porn caused COVID? Yeah, not no. Can't, can't say no. Alright, Act anyway, 3. Act 3. Let's see what happens in Act 3, because we way off the rails. Alright, so Act 3 starts with the Collector entering the theater room to see Jill. This uh, bitch. And Arkin goes upstairs and pulls Larry out of the box, leaving him on the floor. Yeah, fuck him. Um, I love that, at this point, we still don't really know who, like, Arkin's there. The Collector's still just like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't seen Arkin yet. He's and they're like, both just in this house. There's fucking ghosts in here, dude. <laughs> He's probably fighting Slenderman in his head. <laughs> and Arkin's just like, tee-hee, tee-hee. 
Oh my god, if you flip this, like Arkin is if the, he was the, the real villain. villain, that's what the twist should have been. Fuck, that was so much better. No, it's like a fight club scenario. It's actually both Arkin. Yes, he's oh fighting himself. So good. That would make more sense. We, than what we made this happened. movie so much better. Yeah, we really could have. <laughs> um, so yeah, Arkin pulls Larry out of the box, and he's saying like. Oh my god, help me, help me. And then he just drops him on the floor. Fuck this guy. Um, and then Arkin, a distraction. Arkin smashes through a window and jumps outside. Bye. Uh, he sprints through the field and turns back the, to the house to see Hannah begging on an upstairs window finally. Fuck. And then, Where has this little girl been? Um, In the only room that he couldn't get into? Yeah. <laughs> Poor writing. Yeah. This guy had 90 hours to set up all these traps. He couldn't get into a little girl's room. Um, makes sense. So he stares at her for a second, then runs right back and climbs up onto the like first floor porch roof uh, as the collector starts making his way upstairs towards Hannah. Uh, there is a really good visual like where Hannah's shadow kind of banging on the wall or whatever, and the collector's downstairs, and you see his shadow notice yeah. Hannah and start to head up, so Arkin's like, fuck, I gotta go back in. He's got a daughter. He knows what happens here. I got kids. He's got kids. He's slatered up, baby. I don't give a shit about your kids. I don't either. I don't. <laughs> Pass. Pass on your kids all day long. Yeah, I'm out, and I got the treasure, bro. Peace. Yeah. My, I mean, my main goal is for them to kill the kid. And, and nothing that, good's happening. That motherfucker that never even knew I was there, dude. I'm That's out. true. Uh, yeah. That guy is into some fucked up shit. World's you best criminal. Yeah. He is a fucking fantastic thief. <laughs> just a shit hero. He's just a shit person um, for wanting to save this little girl. So, uh, Hannah runs into the room where Larry is, and also the collector is there, yep. uh, trying to shove him back into the box. My collection. And Larry goes, run, little girl. Larry's the worst character. Yeah, and then the collector... Throws him back in the box and starts chasing Hannah. And again, the throw is crazy on him. He just yeets him. Yeah, in. he eats the fuck out of this guy. And this uh, multiple times in this movie, he just yeets people through fucking doors, down some stairs. He it doesn't matter. This guy's on coke and all kinds of stuff. I think it's meth if it lasts this long. Uh, That's how you make Taco Bell. Oh God, Taco Bell. Meth and taco ingredients. Somewhat taco ingredients. <laughs> you got fucking olives and sour cream? I'll make some ground beef, baby. Uh, so, he eventually corners Hannah at the banister on the second floor before Arkin comes up from behind and pistol whips the fuck out of the collector. I mean, I'm glad he still had the gun. Yeah, but then he drops it. Well, well yeah. Once you're done pistol whipping, you drop the gun. Double tap! Every time. Hit him again! You don't stop to... <laughs> Horror movie rules or anti-horror movie rules don't stop till blood. All the blood. That. Don't stop till squashed head. Yeah. Until forever blood. Like, Until you see all of his blood, he's not dead. At this point, you've seen this guy do some crazy shit. Fucked up shit. Murder this man. Yeah, you don't stop to get away. You go to murder town. Small town murder. Small town murder town. I like the, the double tap. The Murderville Express. Ooh. Tag me in, brother. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was good, right? I thought so. Um, 
So Arkin and Hannah then run into a room and close and lock the door just before the collector can get in. Fucking finally a locked door. This will stop him. Um, Arkin tells Hannah that she needs to stay off the floor, then puts her on a shelf with a TV. And then he hides behind her fish. And this is acid rumor again, right? No. Oh, no. No, he says he, she needs to stay off the floor because of the trap that they're setting up. Oh, yes. So uh, the door gets busted in, and Arkin yells, Now! He dumps Hannah's fish tank out onto the ground. Uh-huh. Hannah drops the TV, uh, causing the water to become hydroelectric. Uh, basically shocky time. And then a body... I can, I can see how smart you felt saying that. Don't feel smart about that. I put two words together, man. I didn't feel smart about it. All right. Well, it also I don't think was right, but... Uh, it is. I think. You think. You're real confident about this one. I did a Bing search. You're... you're a, <laughs> the most amazing part about Spider-Man 2 is that he used Bing. Oh, oh, I will use that joke every time Bing comes up. That's your fault. Uh, then a body lands in the water. It's Larry's body. I actually really like that. I thought that was a good scene. I like this. The collector then pops up and jumps onto Larry's body yep. and throws like five knives oh, yeah. at Arkham. He misses all of them, but he, this man's a ninja. He's a, a yeet machine. Um, yeah, yeet machine's good, right? I like that. Uh, but I really like that he was like, oh, I need this body first. Yeah. Got it real quick, but I like it. Uh, Arkham and Hannah then retreat into the next room which has a bunch of fish hooks hanging from the ceiling. Awful. Um, one goes into the corner of Arkin's eye. He just runs straight into it, and that's how fish hooks work, by the way. And he just goes, ow, and then pulls it out. Ow. Oh my god, Owen Wilson in this role. Wow. <laughs> oh, ow. Um, so they lock the door behind them, and as he's pulling these fish hooks out of his face, the collector starts using Larry's head as a battering ram to break the door down. Again, really good. To the point where blood is coming through the keyhole Makes on sense. the door. Not how that works at no. all. But not a bad visual. Hannah says, the laundry chute <laughs> fucking so rich. Laundry chute, go fuck yourself. And this is a laundry chute that goes all the way to the basement. Uh, Arkin sends Hannah down and says... I'll be down next. Bye. And just as he climbs in to uh, go down, the collector busts in and pulls Arkin out, tosses him onto the floor, and they get to scrap him. Just Yeatsville into Fightsville. Uh, Arkin pulls the mask off of the collector and gives a shocked look and then gets knocked out by a fucking right hook. Now, I definitely... I worked through this whole movie, so I, I missed so some bits, but they don't, do they show his face right there? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just the visual of him pulling the mask. Yeah, it pulls the okay. mask, and then it's Arkin's, like, shocked expression. He knows who it is. Okay. So, yeah, so the visual is, you. he recognizes it. So I thought it was gonna be Roy, because we don't really see his skin color. I, I thought it would be really funny, or or the the goon from the beginning. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was kind of obvious from the, from the start, but we'll, uh... I mean, after I got through, I definitely... They made a lot of sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it's not a whole lot of red herring in this movie. No, it's... It's very Scooby-Doo mystery. <laughs> Fucking, the Frediverse is happening. Oh, the Fred-a-man. Yes. Uh, so, we get a slow pan 
of all the carnage and the collector putting his mask back on and dragging Arkin away. Then a door opens and we see the collector hanging Arkin's hands uh, with fish hooks and purring before waking him up by slicing his forehead. Fish hooks in the hand, though, looks nuts. Uh, and then we see that he also has fish hooks through the entirety of his back yeah. holding him in place. Which I like that they added that, because, you know, fish hooks in the hand doesn't hold you up. I don't think even in the back, I don't think there's enough fish hooks to hold you, but... No. Not those, because these are legit baby fish hooks. He's catching, like, with the small fish. Minnows. Yeah, that thing. I don't know. Sardines? We'll call it sardines. But... It's a great visual how these, because they're all over the place. They're not just nicely lined up in his yeah. hands and back. They're just fucking jammed in there. And so he he's like up in Arkin's face and then real quick just knife up, slash on the forehead. And he wakes up screaming. And that the, the slash looks good. Again, spastic movements. This guy, he's precise, but he's super fast. Yeah. Everything he does is quick. Um, Arkin... Tells the collector to let Hannah go since he'll never find her anyway. Uh, but the collector ignores him and starts taking tools out of his bag. Uh, and it's a hammer and chisel, which he uses to knock exactly one tooth out of Arkin's mouth. And then he like holds it up in his face. Terrible and really good torture scene. Yeah. Like you're not knocking one tooth out. You're it, it knocks out the entire tooth, root and all. That's not happening. You're you're breaking teeth with that. But it like. The visual on it when he's doing it looks fucking awful. I mean, that has to be worse than just hammer to the mouth. Right? Oh yeah, I think so. See, because like even when he's jamming the chisel into his mouth, yeah, he, he's like screaming and bleeding already, and then he's just—he's not hammering it super hard. He's, he's tapping like, it. Yeah, he's dinking it in. Yeah, just he's—it's very meticulous. It seems fucking awful. Uh, Arkin sees Hannah under a desk nearby. And out loud says, stay away while looking over. It's so bad. And this causes the collector to be like, oh, well, someone's over there. And yeah. he starts to walk over. Very obvious. Uh, and Arkham pulls him back with the most mid-2000s line ever. This is, it, it is very much to the time, but I really hate this. I hate it. That's so, um, so and, gross. And I honestly hate it having to write this down. That's fair. Uh, you, you want me to hit it? No, I got it. But, like, he says a couple things, and then he says this, and this is what makes him stop. He says, is that all you got, you little fucking faggot bitch? It's super cringe. Just, it, yeah, like, especially it's, now, it's, like, really? Even worse. But even at the time, it's still pretty fucking lame. Yeah, that's, that's like, something I, you would say in, like, an 80s one. Or even yeah, like an eight-year—not uh, an eight-year-old, but like an eighth grader trying to be cool and throwing insults yes. would say. Like it's super lame, really. In any era, it's pretty gross. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah, it's, like I, I get what they're going for the whole like you're a coward thing. Just say that. Yeah, and, and again, it's just like because so he says it a couple of times. I don't even want to repeat it because it, like it's pretty fucking. Yeah, so he. I'm not somebody who's offended easily, and I would say I'm offended by this, but I don't want to repeat it because it's gross. Yeah, and like he, he starts with just bitch, yeah. and then he says fucking bitch, and then it escalates to what I said. Yeah. And, like, I don't even want to say it. I don't like saying that. I don't either. I think it's a pretty shit term. Um, and that's what stops him, though. And I'm like, that, that's what it is, a fucking... You can do this to people, but you have a gay complex. Like, I can't... That's not even a good explanation of it. No, it's just like, you... you say, Called me queer. Yeah, like, and it's like Marty McFly when he gets called chicken. He stops yes! straight in his tracks for it for no reason. Really? 
That's what does it? Like, come on, man. At least call me, like, a pedophile. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, I don't know, it's all gross. Yeah, and so this causes the Collector to go back. He gets mad. Um, he brings over a jar of what I think are roaches. Yeah. It could be beetles. They're roaches. Um, I actually and, really like this torture and then, bit, though. And then he makes a cut on Arkin's chest, shoves the jar opening right up against the cut, and uh, flicks a lighter on underneath the jar so the roaches, like, try to get out. Yeah, that's good. So, and I've read about this too. Yeah. It's, that's like a real torture. It's, it's thing. a medieval torture method. They yeah. did rats. Uh, they've done it with roaches too. That I've read all about it because they'll like try to burrow into the cut. Yeah. That's why it's so yeah. prevalent. They cut them. It's got to be fucking horrible. It's got to be the worst pain imaginable. Yeah, because these aren't like little cockroaches. These are big. They're huge. Yeah, these are full on roaches. And oh my god, feeling them move around inside I, you. Oh yeah, like these things are cli- trying to climb through your skin. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, like back with with when they did it with like rats. Oh my god! Yeah, that's why because like, rats has got to be worse. Tearing yeah. and biting. They'll tear right through you. Roaches oh, are, yeah. are just trying to burrow, but a rat will go right yeah, through. Yeah, a rat's just trying to get through. A roach is probably just this is home. Yeah, I live here now. Yeah. Uh, so, well, sticking with the the bug theme with this guy. Yeah, he's got a thing for bugs. Um, collecting people. I and, get it. And then we see a police car outside and a cop walks up to the front door shining a light in through a window and seeing uh, Jill's boyfriend's body in the bear pit. Now, the bear pit. Uh, when I saw this, he's shining through the window and it doesn't get a good visual that he sees it. It almost, to me, looked like he was shining video, uh, flashlight in and looking over it. It's like, oh, they're really gonna deadpan over this. That's what I thought when I first walked into the scene. Really? Because it, it goes from cop just looking straight on and pans down to dead body in the bear pit. But it doesn't really show that he sees it to me. Uh, he definitely goes, good God, and draws his gun. He, he does right after, but I, right when I'm watching the scene, I was like, oh, really? He's just going to leave? Like, that's what, how we're going to get through this? Okay, I see that. I don't know. It looked... It didn't translate very well to me. Yeah, so he... The, the cop obviously makes the collector uh, leave Arkin and go deal with this so Arkin starts to remove the fish hooks from his hand uh, and then outside the cop sees the collector walk out from behind a tree and he's pretending to like walk away from the house he's just walking dude um cop that's probably the slowest we see a move yeah cop, he's strolling cop pulls his gun yells freeze the guy collector with knife in hand puts his hands out uh drops his knife and then the fucking dog from the beginning jumps up, straight rips the throat out of this Kills cop. Kills this cop. And son of a bitch, it's the collector's dog. Which you don't really understand from the beginning until now. Cause Great twist, though. It, 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 it's solid, because the collector, he just like puts out his head and whistles or something at him. I don't even do whistles. Yeah, so he, he drops the knife, the dog jumps, then he whistles, dog runs to his side. Yeah, like, you, the dog is clearly trained for this guy. Like, Wow. Yeah, like, I, I really enjoyed that. Didn't even think about, like, the dog wasn't the owner's. You no. just thought the dog was an asshole. It's like, oh, there's a fucking guard dog. That yeah, because it's the German Shepherd. It's, it's yeah. guardy dogs. Um, so then we go back inside. Arkin gets his hands free and says, fuck it. And, and decides to fall forward, letting all of the hooks rip out of his back. Yeah, it's a bad, it looks like oh, a real bad time. Oh, my God. This guy's gotten pretty fucked up in this movie, too, already. Yeah, like his hand at the very beginning. Yeah. He's been doing all of this shit with really one hand. 
and also stabbed in, a nail into his ear. Oh, Awful. Uh, and then we see back outside the collector snap the neck of the dying cop as he's trying to crawl away. I the the snap neck was weird. But... It's just like, you're extra dead. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm for killing him, but why? Why? Why snap the neck? He, he's got weapons. Uh, that seems weird. So Arkin gets up and hears the uh, what he thinks at the time is Victoria screaming, but then he walks into the room, sees the tape, um, and sees she's dead, and the collector has rigged the house to blow up with all these traps. Yeah, with all those gas and shit all over the place. Uh, but again, the recording of her screaming is crazy to me. Yeah. Just her screaming while getting her mouth sewn shut is nuts. Crazy. Uh, then we see the collector go to the cop car and grab the shotgun out of it as Arkin and Hannah hide uh, in the basement. I really hate the shotgun. It's kind of a cop-out, but it's fine. Cop-out? Let's go. The movie sucks. I get the pun. <laughs> the movie is terrible. It ruins the pun. So... Uh, the collector and the dog come back into the house as Arkin uh, tries to calm Hannah down and she's like, he's coming, we need to hurry. He's like, no, it's okay, he's supposed to come downstairs. Uh, which basically says he has a plan. Right. Uh, Arkin ties a sheet around Hannah and says, I'm going to climb up the laundry chute and I'm going to pull you up. Uh, and she gets pulled up just in time as this dog runs into yeah, the basement. this dog is hammering his way to this door and barely misses the like, throw. By, by inches, misses biting her foot off. Which means she got her foot cut off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100. Um, so, then Arkin uses a match and toilet paper to light a fire in the bathroom trash can and as the dog runs upstairs into the hallway, Arkin opens the door Awful, and, awful scene. Uh, yeah, this is the other scene Zach doesn't like, and I don't like either, I guess. Uh, he slams this dog's head right into this lit-on-fire trash can. Uh, then the collector pauses at the top of the stairs for just a moment. I think because the dog yelps or So cries. it yelps, and then we see, like, orange light coming from that yeah, area. Yeah, kind of a second later. And then Arkin turns the corner... Throwing the flaming dog at the collector. Yeet. Yeet, yes. Uh, the collector fires a shot and disintegrates this dog. Yeah, I don't think there's even pieces left of this dog. Disintegrate, like Thanos snaps the dog. 100. Uh, and then Arkin rushes him and they fight for the gun. Bottles are smashed over heads. And Arkin, in a decent shot, blocks a stab attempt with an oven door. Yeah, no, that's really good. So, yeah, he's on the ground. Collector's got the advantage of uh, standing up. Drops with the knife and oven right in front of him. Because you don't see that oven at all. It yeah. looks great. Uh, and then Arkin kicks the Collector down the stairs into the basement. Uh, and when the Collector lands, he feels around his waist, realizes he doesn't have his fucking ring of keys anymore. Son of a bitch. Uh, Arkin... Shuts the door, locks it, picks up the keys that are on the ground, uh, and then runs to Hannah. They go to open the front door as the collector stands up and and starts firing shots with the shotgun he still has. Yeah, uh, into just, the door. Yeah, door's open now. How much ammo does this shotgun have? 
Um, 100 bullets. Damn. It's a good shotgun. It's a cop gun. Let's uh, upgrade the model. You can't get that at regular Walmart. <laughs> you gotta go to Target for that. Ah, uh, nice. I like it. There you go. Um, so, Hannah realizes the key to the front door is broken just as the collector smashes his way out of the basement. So convenient, broken key. I hated the broken key. I thought that was such a cop out. And we see, uh, just for a second, Arkin look in a mirror nearby. Yep. And then... The collector turns the corner and sees Arkin and Hannah crouched in front of him right at the door, and he fires a shot, but psych, it was the mirror, um, and it also blows a hole in the door. It's, it's so bad. Uh, he then realizes he's directly under the chandelier trap as Arkin triggers it and it drops onto the collector. It's 100% set up for the chandelier in the beginning for yeah. such a little payoff. Arkin carries Hannah outside as we see more cops start to pull up. Um, Arkin puts Hannah down in some bushes and then runs out onto the road to flag down a cop uh, before he is immediately run over by a cop car. Like, as like, soon as he hits the road, just... Yeah, was, was it a cop car or an ambulance? It, it's him? a cop car. Okay, because an ambulance passes first then. <laughs> it would have been way better if the ambulance hit him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> No, he gets he gets blown over by this. Yeah, car. He, that guy would have been dead. Like these, these cops are speeding to this house, and he he doesn't like land on the hood. He rolls over the car. Oh yeah, and then hits the pavement. Fuck it, take take a number. You're done. Son. Um, he lays on the pavement and turns to look at Hannah just in time to see the collector pop up in the bushes behind her. Uh-oh. And what's happening with the collector? Psych! It's just a hallucination. It's a cop. Uh, Grab, I, grabbing Hannah to bring her to the paramedics. Pretty lame. I don't, no reason to do that. I was really hoping it was the collector. I did too. I was like, shit, because he's... So, to set that scene a little harder, he's... Collector is behind Hannah. She doesn't see him. And he's got knife fully extended, like... And you don't know it's hallucination until this knife is right at her. Yeah. So, it looks like she's not only getting taken, but stabbed. And he's just useless. So, then Arkin is loaded into an ambulance... And Hannah is taken into a cop car just as the house fucking explodes behind them. Smashy, smashy. And cops are like, oh shit. And then they run towards the house. Bye. Uh, in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, there's a cop talking to Arkin. Arkin says that the collector is an exterminator that was working at the house earlier that day. The, so, guy, the guy that he talked to. Yeah, they, that's the peace sign asshole. Explains why this guy loves bugs. And just the why he recognized him. Yeah, so uh, then another cop says the company is called Master Trap Extermination and they found an address for him. Fuck yeah. Uh, Arkin is taken to the hospital and on the way um, we see that he still has the gem. He's... He asks the, the paramedic what time it is. Fucking hate this. And the paramedic's like, oh, it's just before midnight. As anybody talks. And and uh, Arkin's like, you, you need to call my wife. We, I, I got enough time, because this fucking... It's so bad. So uh, Arkin asks the paramedic to call his wife, and then the fucking ambulance rolls over. Gets hammered. Um, we do probably about seven rolls before it lands in a ditch on the side of the road. Upside down. And Arkin is strapped into a gurney, so he's, like, hanging uh, by his chest. The visual's pretty good, because there's, there's a paramedic that's flying around with him that's yeah. just getting killed. It's just, like, ro- he's the body of this paramedic is rolling around all over the cabin while Arkin is strapped in. Which, 
For a second, if you watch it, it just looks like Arkin's trying to grab him. It really does. Arkin is free-armed because he's just dead. And this paramedic is just flying over. He's got no control of his body. That stunt must have been fun to do. Yeah, or a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so. Oh, man. So Arkin is strapped up and useless, and he's, like, calling to the paramedic who is, like, regaining his composure, saying, like, hey, man, fucking help me. As the collector rips open the door, straight ninja throwing knife right into this paramedic's fucking dome. First time he hit somebody with this. Um, and it's upside down, too. I don't think we hit that. This yeah, is, yeah, this is upside down. So Arkin's still trapped it, uh, strapped into this gurney. Hanging, hanging. Hanging, like, by his chest. Yeah. Uh, knife right through this paramedic. He jumps into the cabin, grabs his knife, cuts Arkin out of the straps, drags him outside. They have a little tussle, uh, which is Barely. just the collector beating the fuck yeah. out of Arkin. And again, this guy is spastically moving. Like, when he cut, like, watch the scene where he cuts him out of the gurney. Yeah. He looks, like, frustrated. It's like one fluid motion. Yeah. Like, he's just getting it done. Swipe, grab the ankle, yoink. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Scorpion, get out of here. Get over <laughs> here. Whatever it is. Um, so, then we see that uh, there is a van behind the ambulance. Of course. Collector opens the doors. There's a box inside. Arkin gets thrown in, Yeet. locked up. Then we see on the side of the van, it says Master Trap Extermination. The Collector rips the logo off the door. He does it in such a weird motion. He's like two-armed. Like, it looks yeah. like he's swiping it off. It's like a magnet on a door. And he's just like, teehee, get um, out of here. And then we cut to title card, The Collector. Yep. And now the movie starts. Yep, he no, collected. That's the collector, baby. And it, you know, and it, this is not a good movie. I'm fully prepared to admit that. But there are things I really like about the characters in this movie. So, the collector. How many people packages out of ten are you given this one? One. It's a piece of garbage, but I, I like it. <laughs> Man, I even rated it higher than that. I'm too forgiving. Yes. I ran into the three. This just proves how bad you are at movies. And so we, we talked about this briefly um, in between recordings here. It's a lot more fun to talk about than watch. Yeah, it, the movie's not good. It's it's a fine watch. You don't need to pay a ton of attention to it. But there are some redeeming qualities. That, again, I don't like the hero. I, the, what's his name? Josh something? Josh Stewart. He is not that great of an actor. He's very deadpan the whole time. He's got almost, like, dead eyes. He just doesn't play the part he's supposed to very well. I'm really interested in the villain, and that's what really sells this movie for me. Because they don't explain it. The, the lip service they give it is super vague. And definitely not enough info. But, fuck, man, this guy had... Six hours to set up this entire house and kidnap this family that already was leaving. And he fucking did it. He's fucking on it, man. Like, impressive. This guy's efficient as fuck. He is. And the traps are super wacky. It is very sawass, which I didn't even think about before recording. And it makes a lot of sense when you find out this guy directed Saw. Yeah, it, it definitely has a f similar feel. They, they were like, what are the shitty traps? We'll do those. Even in the, like, that grainy grainy style yeah. that I talked about. Yeah. It's like the, almost the same filter that some of the Saw movies have. Yeah, a shittier version for yeah. sure, but yeah, I get it. Uh, 
But like this character, this collector character, could have been so much more interesting. I feel like if they had given him a, a real story, I guess. Even if it was the sequel where they give, which they really don't. I've um, seen it. It's kind of the same thing, I think. And I mean, still credit to uh, Juan Fernandez, the guy that played the collector. He did great. He did uh, for for what was done in this movie. The spastic movements really make him seem uh, very dangerous. very aggressive and dangerous, yeah. and like a like a real monster. Yeah, he and, does not seem like a person, and I'm sure some of that is camera and affecting yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, the guy who did him killed it. Um, Again, I didn't really like the mask that they ended with. I feel like it though it ended up different on the cutting room floor, but and the glowing eyes was really weird. I thought the mask was okay. I thought it could have been better. I wish it wasn't as puffy. Yeah, that's um, if they had done like the way I visualize it again, kind of being that scarecrow style mask, or like even like a leather face style I mask. More of like more of like a gimp mask almost. Like that's a, what they like ended a, up with. Like a BDSM like. mask. That's what you wanted, or that's what I, I think that would have been better. Yeah, I, I disagree. But all right, like, like a, I guess I mean more of like a leather style, like not not a fucking tire. It yeah, looks yeah, like a tire. It, it just looks weird, and I wonder if that was a budget or I, I don't know what happened with that mask because it just doesn't look like what they're going for, especially with the posters and the, the stills that you see that does not match at all. I mean, I definitely want the mask, and I went and looked up, like, replicas. They're not cheap. Really? Like, the cheapest one I found was 180 Uh They yeah. ranged from, like, 180 to, like, 400 on Etsy. God damn. So, they're obviously, like, handmade, though. They're not mass-produced. Yeah. Because no one watched this fucking movie. Also true. But, um, um, I, like, and we didn't talk about the mask much that... When they do the full, like, visual of the face, because a lot of them are close-ups, mm-hmm. uh, but when you get a full visual, it's not, like, a perfectly made mask. Like, the eyes are offset, like, they're different sizes. And the, 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 the mouth, the is, mouth really is like, a smile on one end, and yeah. it's definitely not on purpose. No, so it's clearly some type of made mask yeah. this guy has, or whatever the visual they're going for. It's really weird, but I like the idea of it a lot more. And, um... So the the other fact I, I said I was going to tell you here. Yeah, so while there is a sequel, which is called The Collection. Yes. Um, which I found out. It does star the same main guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the collector is played by somebody different. Really? Yeah. That sucks. Right? So um, you actually texted me and you were like, oh, there's a third movie. And I already had this note ready, so I, I texted you back, don't look into it. Yeah, I had just seen it. I was like, oh, shit, there's a third one. i got to find this. Yeah, and so the third movie... Uh, called The Collected. Yes. Uh, started production in 2020. Ready for this shit? Yes. For eight days before the producer stopped replying to the team, ending production and canceling the movie. God damn. <laughs> COVID did it again. Ruining it almost series. This guy just stopped talking to the team and they were like, well, I guess we're done. Yeah, fuck this. So that this movie is kind of in production hell. Um, I feel like one, two, and three all went through a very shit phase. Yeah, so I didn't mention it at the beginning. The Collector, the, the first movie, actually was originally a Paramount movie, and it got dropped. Uh, Who picked it up? What, what the company even had? I, I, I don't even remember. It seemed like a smaller company. Yeah. I don't, it's not one I can picture like a title card for. Right. So, yeah, the... 
I, I actually, there's a little bit of a fan base for this. I can see it being a cult. Because I looked up The Collected on YouTube, and there were a bunch of, like, it's happening, oh, it's canceled, here's what's happening with it. Like, oh, really? Videos like that. So a bunch of people like this series, and I, I get it. Um, if, if you like movies like Saw, you can definitely get into this movie. It, it has all the potential, but it, it the payoff in watching the movie is not there. Like, I really like the Saw movies. I've watched them a bunch of times. I've never, this is the second time I've gone back to this one, because it's just not quite there. There's just not enough to make it what you want it to be. Yeah, and it, it is on the cusp, I will say. It's almost, it's just, it's pretty unbelievable with, like, timing and realism. Saw is really good because it's wordplay, and it feels real, at least in the universe they've set. This one, it doesn't even make sense in the universe they've said yeah. that. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? So I do like the concept, however, of robber breaks into house, shit goes bad, he escapes killer. Yeah, I, I like do that. too. And I think that's a premise. I think there's another movie that's very similar that I... I mean, Don't Breathe is kind of like that. Oh uh, yeah, that movie's such a piece of shit. Yep. But I don't understand why that movie got a sequel. The movie was so fucking terrible. And it's, it's not even the same movie. It's also a prequel. Good God. Yeah. Um, God, that movie sucks. No, I'm just so mad. <laughs> so, um, The Collective will not be viewed soon because it's not a movie. But The Collection will also not be reviewed soon because fuck that. Oh, well, um, I get a pick every now and then. And he's <laughs> going to be so mad. So, this next month of June is going to be... A reboot month. Reboot! We're going to be reviewing some of the movies that we've already reviewed that had reboots. Uh, so first, we're doing Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Jackie Earl Haley at his lamest. At, at his worst. I really wish um, we were watching Semi-Pro instead. He's way funnier than that. I really wish we were watching Freddy v. Jason. Oh, man, that movie's a banger. Or Jason Takes Manhattan. That movie's not a banger. No, you know what I wish we were watching? Scream. No, the movie sucks. No, it doesn't. Yeah, some of them are okay. Don't worry, Hayden Penn and Terra Bear is going to be back. But let's be honest, I'm not going to watch any movie because Kenobi comes out this Friday. Yeah. I'm so excited. Really? Yes. I'm not excited for Hayden Christensen to once again ruin the Star He's Wars saga. He's not going to, dude. He probably will. He's not going to. He, he did never, it twice he already. He never did. Watch those fucking movies. He sucks. I watch them all the time. Well, that sucks. <laughs> bad taste of movies. Oh, man. Name your favorite movies again for me. Scream. Uh, Phantom Menace. <laughs> damn. I fucking went for it. God damn. This is your life now, kids. Oh, man. And now that we have been rambling for a couple minutes, I think that's a good point to call this session closed. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another session of Scarapy. Because therapy is too damn expensive. Our session's up. Stab my like button. See you next week. Fuck you.